0: You're listening to episode 157 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, 360vegaspodcast.com, click on the Amazon banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us any money.
1: Day after tomorrow, gentlemen. Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24 hour a day schedule. The pools, the casino, big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower.
0: Mirage, Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? I want to gamble. They always put the machines that
1: pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of the road. I think probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas.
2: All right, Beanie Vegas. I'm pretty sure this is going to happen. I, I, you've you've been with me in Vegas. We've spent significant time uh, together in Vegas. And part of the getting dressed up in the evening has always been twofold. I really like getting dressed up in Vegas. It, it, it does make it feel like, a, like like a different experience. I think you do get treated a little differently. But it also helped because I freeze in those casinos. So every evening before we go out or, or you know, if we know we're going to be inside, that's when that's when the sport cart uh, – sport cart, Jesus Christ. The sport <laughs> The coat. sport awesome. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that – the temperatures are so fucking cold in those casinos that I, I've always got to have something on. And I think when we first started going, it was hoodies, and then it kind of, then I started dressing up, and then as I've kind of meandered away from complete dress up, it, so I wasn't mistaken for people working in the casino, to now just the sport coat and jeans. And but this uh, starting to wear beanies all the time. I, 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 it's a whole new warm world for me. So we're gonna know you as a,
0: as a beanie baby from now on, are we? <laughs>
2: Oh, I don't know. I'd like to avoid that term if we can. But (laughs) Uh, yeah, too late. I I do imagine if uh, if you if you see me with a sport coat in Vegas, there's a pretty good shot inside one of the corner pockets, or inside pot corner pockets. (laughs) (laughs) Inside inside one of my pockets will be a beanie just in case. So some some may choose to regard that as douchey or an an opportunity
0: to get frisked.
2: Right. I fully expect at some point that security gonna is going to say something, you know, that I'm, I'm pulling out a beanie and I throw
0: it on like, oh, what's the deal? It's like, it's fucking cold in here. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's start the show. He's Mark and I'm surprisingly Alistair. Yes. Random Vegas, tell me, what do you have, sir? Right. <laughs> this week I
2: have the final installment of our My Vegas series. They have awarded $10,000 in rewards, or they do reward 10000 a week. Not they have, they always do. They always reward, maybe not always, whatever. The point is, they <laughs> award about 10000 a week, and more than half of those go to new players. And, of course, we got that from Vegas Chatter. Do you still play any of those games? Have you ever played any of those
0: yes. games? Yes, I am slowly trying to work my way towards some form of... Um, hotel night either Luxor, uh, yeah probably Luxor because it's one of the places I haven't stayed at. Nice. But uh, it's taking me months and months and months, <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, mainly mainly on the apps. I'm, I'm not a Facebooker, so uh, it is primarily through the, through the apps, so got, yeah, it's on the iPad. And uh, we all kind of fling through it every now and again. But yeah. then um, enjoying the, the blackjack as well. The the blackjack version is quite good fun. So Very much, yeah, yeah. Trying I, that out. I've made that, that full conversion too. I
2: barely even look at the Facebook one anymore. I know that one's easier to, to gain points because they're a little more yeah. giving with it. But I just, yeah, I, I'm, I'm of those people who prefer the convenience of in my hand, it, wherever I'm at.
0: It's so much more convenient to you know, pick up the iPad, have a flip through for 10, 15 minutes, chuck it away, and come back to you later, absolutely. Yeah. OK. So now it's time for the uh, Vegas Mate review of the week. This is Dorian's January 18th review of ARIA. I gave it four out of five chips. Read it, sir. Time to earn your keep. I can't. It doesn't click through. Oh, your link won't, won't <laughs> open? I'll do it. No. It must be the metric system. <laughs> it's probably, yeah, it's it's my... Uh, I'm on the iPad reading the stuff through, and I think none of the links actually oh, work. So you expecting okay. me to click links? Yeah, Karen's had, she, Karen's you're, had
2: you're that, right. <laughs> Karen's had that <laughs> issue before when she's... Uh, she stepped in. You know, I, I gotta say, and I know this is completely off topic. Once again, I am embarrassed to be an American, and I don't know the metric system. It's almost like we've chosen to be dumb about. It. It's like the whole fucking world has it figured out, and we're like, what, what, what is that in inches or in miles per? It's like, god damn it! I wish we could just fucking learn this. But then again, I'm not making any effort to learn it. So,
0: <laughs> so we're, we're half and half over here. So we still we still buy uh, well. You drive miles, but you buy petrol in litres and, you know, it's still a mixture, you know, again, distances, you know, inches half the time, sometimes it's, you know, centimetres. So we've just kind of slap bang in the middle. It's basically whenever Europe says, nope, you've got to do this bit of metric now. <laughs> so buy a, you still buy a pint of beer, not like 300 millilitres of beer. So it's still kind of lingering around. Gotcha. <laughs>
2: All right, well, Dorian's review of Aria. He writes, or she writes, I don't know, is that guy, or I don't know. Did, it could be either. This yeah, is a tricky one, isn't it? Dorian writes, huh? See how I got around <laughs> that? Excellent hotel. I have stayed here three times, and the corner suite is one of my fave rooms in Las Vegas. It was built to exceed Wynn and Bellagio, but it falls a little short. It looks like an office building in Houston, and the pumped in aroma smells of Aquanet hairspray and chocolate. <laughs> it's like I went to my Nana's house. <laughs> I, I agree. I, I see here's the difference for me. I've never been a big fan of Bellagio or Wynn or any of those. They're I am they're gorgeous. It's just not my my uh, my palate. It it doesn't it doesn't suit my style, my I was gonna say desires. You've got me all riled up today. <laughs> it's,
0: all, it's just all going to pot. Completely.
2: So uh, Aria and Cosmopolitan and Planet Hollywood all have the, the kind of, like, that's my wheelhouse. That's the kind of property that, that I enjoy. So I, I do understand.
0: And uh, I, I've, I've not experienced the Aquanet and Chocolate sensation, have you? <laughs> nope. So not familiar to me. But yeah, I stayed there uh, back in I uh, in September, so I, I really enjoyed Ari as well. It was definitely a place I would look to go back to, you know, really, really nice rooms. I had a great view over the mountains, really comfy beds. So, yeah, a uh, big fan of Ari too.
2: There you go.
0: Okay, now it's time for Twit Pick of the Week. In
2: 1986, you could drive down Fremont Street at night and see the black sky illuminated by the neon of the casinos, unfettered by a large canopy experience. In 1986, the Sands was considered center strip. You can enjoy gaming north of it at the Desert Inn, the second El Rancho ever to grace the strip, as well as Silver City, Silver Slipper, Westward Ho, and Bob Stupak's Vegas World. You could also visit an Imperial Palace who actually utilized the Asian-themed building on the strip as part of their property, opposed to having it be a giant storage facility that you had to walk past to get into the property. This week's winner comes to us from at Classic Vegas for sharing
0: that time almost thirty years ago. I've never seen Imperial Palace like this before. Wow, he's I think he's one of the best Tweeters mm-hmm. of this sort of stuff. I mean, I'm just... I love all the stuff that he kind of shows through and, and especially the classic stuff and kind of zooming in on all the detail and seeing who's actually playing it. You know, yes. All these spaces and looking... Oh, look, it's the, it's the $2 lunch buffet and all that right. sort of stuff. All those, <laughs> all those kind of little details. But yeah, it's, uh, it always struck me as Imperial Palace is one of those odd things where you did have that rock house thing or that casino thing stuck on the front before you had to go through the foyer area before you got to the main casino. So that was the, the, the strangest thing. So at least now... You know, with the the link quad, it's you know properly back on the strip. Right. Yeah. It's actually utilized. I've never understood why they did that. Now,
2: now I'm actually interested in doing some research on to figure yeah. out why they stopped doing it. Because it really was. It's like there's nothing in there. They had that stupid rock house thing, yeah. and I think they had a club on top. But other than that, you're like, why do I have to walk basically a city
0: block just to get back to your casino? So Yeah. So there's uh things like the valet parking was was the words I was trying to figure out there. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It was the cars. It's like, why are there so many cars inside this casino? This <laughs> seems ridiculous, right? So as always, we will link to it on our blog, put it on our Flickr and Pinterest page, feature it on our Facebook and Google Plus page, Twitter header, as well as the enhanced version of our podcast. And now the news. The news is brought to you in part by Vegas.com. Support the show and get discount prices on shows, nightclubs, flights, and just about everything Vegas, including a best price guarantee that will alert you if room rates fall below what you paid. Just go to 360vegaspodcast.com, click on one of the banners, and go about your purchase. 360vegas and vegas.com, everything you need to get ready for your next trip to Vegas. So first up we have Bally's Grand Bazaar update. It is official.
2: Bally's Grand Bazaar shops will begin opening Thursday, February 26th. They announced the date in a press release that also confirmed there will be a total of 120 venues comprised of retail and dining. The individual spaces will be as large as 2,400 square feet although the majority will reside in the 150 to 300 square foot range. Vegas chatter astutely picked up on a plug for the more disturbing aspects of this concept. The sentence reads, quote, Guests will be able to interact with stores in which they can design their own sandals and barter for the best prices.
0: That's horrific to me. Do you know what? That's something I've always wanted to do. You know, design my own sandals. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I,
2: as it is, when of I go, yeah, as it is when I go into <laughs> any store, I just want to get what I fucking want and get out. I, I don't need to discuss it with you, let alone argue about
0: the fucking price. I just, I just want to get it and get out. Yeah, it's like why? Why would I want to design my own? It's like no, just design it for me. Right. I'll I I mean, I'll buy it. Just, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Can you just put them
2: over there? I'll,
0: I'll bring them up to the register. That's 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 all we need. That's exactly. Yeah, yeah and the whole bartering thing. Yeah, really. Yeah. That'll be fifty dollars. Mm, Forty-eight. No. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I thought I said pretty clearly. It's fifty. But. <laughs> yeah, I think I don't know. But I don't, you know, it's one of those, yeah, it's a a hook. We're a Bazaar, so what do we do in Bazaars? Oh, we barter. So, okay, we'll put those two words together and kind of throw it out. Yeah, I'm I'm not convinced. I'm
2: hoping it it lasts for about 20 minutes. And then they're like, all right, well, that was a horrible idea. We tried it, whatever. It's not going to work. Later that evening, they started testing out the lights, and as expected, they looked much better at night. Well, I mean, as we expected, Vital Vegas was adorably surprised by (laughs) how differently they looked. He even captured and posted on YouTube a video of the lights in action, pulsating and color changing. Vegas Eater also confirmed that both Nacho Daddy and Wahlburgers will have locations in Bally's Grand Bazaar. Thanks to a preview of an episode of their self-titled TV show, it showed brothers Donnie and Chef Paul touring the location under construction at Bally's. It will be located in the back right of the bally's bazaar on the first floor underneath nacho daddy they, they got they got me with both of those I, I i had argued i would never go in there but I put nacho daddy alone but throwing a wall burgers and fuck it.
0: that's it i think it's what it's going to be it's like if the content's there and it's worth looking you know uh, it, it'll probably you know work well, but if they get the wrong mix or people just kind of go straight through it, I mean the moments I just I think I've avoided Bally's with that construction being there. It's just not worth the effort to try and get around the hoardings and into the casino itself. So Bally's has kind of been off the list for the past sort of you know couple of trips.
2: Yeah, I uh, I, I really hope that we don't start getting timeshare pressure bullshit as you walk down the middle to try and get into the casino because that will really just deter me from walking through there. I mean, if I have to, oh, they're going to the side entrance, so I'll go into Paris and walk into Bally's just to, to get there, but it,
0: it would completely rule out strip walking. Just leave me the fuck alone. That is the bonus of being a solo tripper. They just they ignore you. Really? If you, if you, if you, yeah, if, you, if you're you walking by yourself, so I've never been bothered by a timeshare salesperson when I've been by myself. Huh. Not once.
2: <laughs> see, I always try to to just kind of have that scowl on my face to get yeah. them to leave me alone, but it still doesn't seem to work. Of course, then again, when I've got that scowl, I'm usually, I, I guess the times they have bothered me. Yeah, when I've been solo, I've been left alone. But if I'm with Karen, they're like, well, we'll just, we'll just. Oh, well, uh, yeah. Price picking.
0: So, like right. right okay, <laughs> let's see. We go. Here's my next victim. Fuck this guy. Let's, let's get in there. <laughs> there you go. We have a, a chapter eleven discount.
2: Yes, in the wake of their bankruptcy filing, Total Rewards made the effort to reassure people that your money is always good there. In fact, they are encouraging you to stop back with some disposable income. Now, through March 31st, you'll receive an extra 50% bonus on your first 50,000 tier credits earned since January 1st, 2015. For those of you interested in the details, we will, of course, have a link on the blog. No word on when you can expect other invitations to spend. In a related story, Flamingo is closing its Tropical Breeze Cafe on February 15th, and Harris Buffet has stopped dinner service during the weekdays. You know what? That doesn't affect me as much as I used to think it was. I used to think that that was a big precursor to, oh, things are going bad. But it's like, if nobody's going there, why the fuck would you waste all that money? That just seems like good business to me.
0: Absolutely. I mean, that Tropical Breeze Cafe was just kind of like so. meh. Nah. I mean, I had the. I stayed there a couple of years ago and had breakfast there, and it's like, well, this is kind of fairly average. It looks kind of tired, and you, you'd hope they'd you know bring a bit of you know, something to the space. But I think Flamingo just needs a good old tidy up, refresh. They I mean, they kind of half they've done a half-hearted effort with you know, with the rooms and, right. and some of the dining, but it just needs a you know a proper good going over. I think. Yeah. And Harris Buffet? Mm, really don't care. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I actually had, I had a good buffet experience there, but I do have to say, when I
0: had that experience, I was very young to Vegas. It's it's tough. I think it's been, you know the quality of the buffets has gone up so tremendously that when you get those levels of what was a standard casino buffet, mm-hmm. it's you just kind of get really no. Unless I I'm desperate or just want to stuff my face with something that's reasonably priced and just get in and get out, there's no queue. But otherwise, like, no, I'll just I prefer, to, I prefer someone to kind of serve me. Yeah, day. It's quite I, I almost encourage people to not go to
2: like Wicked Spoon or any of the ones that are considered to be the best until you've tried other ones because they will fucking ruin you. I mean, yes, uh, really quality buffets are out there, and the problem is, is what they have to offer at the Bacchanal and Wicked Spoon is just so
0: epic that it it even ruins the fucking buffet experience yeah it certainly does so i think you know definitely the the harris buffet was uh, never on any list so fine fine with me, fine with me. <laughs> so next up we have uh, vegas show shuffle as is so
2: common in las vegas shows don't simply die they relocate once they've worn out their welcome at a property and so the circle of life continues Defending the Caveman has closed up shop at Harris. No word where they will relocate but producers do say it will happen very specifically by February 2nd. They can at least announce it. It's been rumored for a few weeks but Luxor confirmed that Menopause the Musical has closed up shop at Luxor. Also part of that rumor is that it will reopen at Harris in place of recently vacated Defending the Caveman. However, Harris has not confirmed until two days later from the original story. Yes, it's going to be there you ever seen any of those?
0: Uh, no. I, really, a musical about the menopause? It's yeah, that's uh, that's up there with designing my own sandals. I think right. with, with things. The <laughs> things conversation alone no. is uncomfortable. I don't necessarily need to sing about it. <laughs> yeah, that's is just no, no menopause, no. no
2: yeah, no. defending <laughs> the caveman was something I always thought might be amusing, but just never really like. Hey, am I going to make the effort to do this? Not so much. No.
1: It's, it's also, been around so long.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really has. And I also always thought that it, it, while I thought it was interesting, I also thought
0: it could have been one of those things that within 10 minutes, you're like, all right, I fucking get it. You know, can, let's, can we go on to something else? Yeah, because it's been, I know it's kind of been worldwide. It's been started in Australia, I think, and then came to the, you know, it's been in the London, you know, it's been gone from London for years and years and years, and it seems to have, you know, set up presence in, in, in Vegas. But, uh, yeah, absolutely no interest in seeing that sort of stuff. <laughs> okay, now we have the NHL Vegas push. In an attempt to further entice
2: the NHL to come to Vegas, on February 10th, potential owners of the team will accept deposits on season tickets. A deal has already been ironed out between the ownership group and MGM AEG's new stadium being built behind New York, New York. Hopes are to get at least 10,000 seats spoken for in the 20,000-seat arena. A 10% deposit is required to reserve your season tickets, which can equate to as low as 150 for the far-sighted. As is common in professional sports and small markets, the ownership group is comprised of a large collection of famous locals, including the Maloofs and Floyd
0: Mayweather. So the main question I have on this is, what is the NHL? Hockey. Hockey? Yeah. Is that field hockey, like ground stick, ground stick, ground stick bully? (laughs) I'm not even sure what that sentence meant. (laughs) This
2: This is ice hockey.
0: Oh, hockey on the, uh, hockey of the ice. Oh, I see. How, hockey how, how of innovative. the
2: ice. Oh my God, that's what they should rename it. That you just. <laughs> I've never been a, a huge fan of of hockey, and that just made it sound I don't know fancy. I like
0: yeah, we, it. we we don't have in this country. Hockey we,
2: of I, the ice. Hockey of the ice. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. You know, I and listen, I, I'm I'm not. I don't dislike hockey here. I, I think I've said this before, but I don't give a shit. I'm saying it again. The, the thing that I, I think has made hockey not as popular as it could be in the States, it's the only sport in all of professional sports, I mean, minus boxing or MMA or something, but it's the only sport where if you get into a fight, you don't really get in trouble. Like, you just have to sit down for a couple of minutes, as opposed to every other sport, you get... You know, yelled at, you get thrown out of a game, you get fined by the league. I mean, it's really frowned upon here. They're like going, oh, these boys are just getting some excess energy out. Like, I don't know, I'm confused by this.
0: It's like a, like a 10 second punch up, right? you 10 seconds, right? And then, okay. All right, gentlemen, up, let's guys. go. Come on now.
2: Like, what? Oh my God, are they going to throw people out of the game? Like, no, they have to sit down for two minutes and think about what they did.
0: <laughs> and we're wondering why the uh, moral stance of your country is in decline. <laughs> Hey, hockey came from Canada. You can't pin that shit on us. Well, yeah, blame Canada for everything. So that's the rule. <laughs> or Russia, maybe. I don't know where the fuck it started. I can't believe you guys don't have Some Somewhere so cold. Right. <laughs> <It> makes sense. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the Riviera Raid. A Colorado man
2: was arrested last week after he made threatening Facebook posts. <laughs> so tough. The the Bad Side of Legalizing Recreational Marijuana has a Facebook page dedicated to exposing law enforcement officers who commit acts of misconduct. The posts threaten to kill FBI agents, force a gunfight with police that would cause multiple deaths, including his own, using the word fuck and its various incarnations quite well, actually, and promised he would be, quote, the pig's worst nightmare. Who the fuck still calls cops pigs? Really, is this 1980?
0: Uh, yeah, I think there's probably a reason coming up for it.
2: So when they found him staying at the Riviera with his mom,
0: <laughs> and that, that's the reason.
2: <laughs> they came and they got him. He is still currently in custody. <laughs>
0: uh, that's so. Wait, well, sounds like a nice boy, you know, taking his mom to Vegas, you know, staying at the Riviera. I mean,
1: it's
2: like I, I just it, it, what?
0: My son making Facebook threats? No, right. yeah,
2: sure. surely not. What's Facebook? <laughs> I, it's, I, I mean, is is the guy staying at Riviera with his mom really a threat to anyone?
0: I don't think so. <laughs> okay, so the uh, next story is the Carnegie Deli returns to its roots. Yes. Well, it returns to its roots. I probably should have written that better.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> this, oh, see, I'm now falling victim to uh, the yeah. legendary typing skills That's right. <laughs> of Mr. 360 Vegas here. Okay, so the Carnegie Deli returns to its roots. Yeah, yeah, he didn't return to slave ships or get beat or anything like that. It's not a
2: compelling TV miniseries. series <laughs> Recently, and rather nonchalantly, it was announced that Carnegie Deli at Mirage would undergo a renovation. They reopened in December, and at first glance, it just looks like they freshened up the decor. However, they've actually changed its service model, returning to more of a classic deli. The waiter staff is gone, or the wait staff. I don't want a waiter. I'm going to be too sexist there, but whatever. Uh, no more sitting down and waiting for someone to come around and ask you what you want. Now you get in line, make your way up to the counter, place your order, pay, get a number, find a seat, and wait until they call that number. They still have people that come around cleaning up, refilling your beverages, but for the most part, you are left alone. One item of disappointment, their menu has been scaled back a bit, and there are no more pickles on the table. Vegas Shatter story reports that the area attendants have received more negative feedback than positive. However, I would argue that people like me who like this and didn't like interacting with servers in the first place wouldn't go up to the servers and tell them how much they like not dealing with them anymore. What are your thoughts on this? You just said earlier that you prefer to be waited on.
0: Yeah, um, but I hate pickles, so that's a bonus in my eyes. What's this pickle obsession? Right. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I, don't. I just don't get it. All right. You I think it, it definitely, that the uh, pickle gene left on the Mayflower as far as I'm concerned, because people <laughs> in this country are not into pickles,
2: that, that was part of the people uh, leaving England. Like, we're going yeah. for religious freedom yeah. and we want our pickles, and we're taking the pickles with us. Just, God damn it,
0: that's right.
2: <laughs> I refuse to be
0: discriminated against for my affinity for pickles. Welcome to America. You see, I think the, the nub of the story here is that, I think, Mark, you're not going to be happy until they have those screens at the beginning and there's no human interaction. Oh, so, you go up, I you do. place your order. I want this burger with this cheese and this tomato sauce and everything else. And until you do that, and it magically appears from a hatch, you know that's going to be your idea of heaven. So I think it's taking a step in the right direction for yes. me, as far as you're concerned.
2: Oh, I love technology and the, the way that it removes me just one more step away from interacting with anyone. I don't want to. Do you do you have those self-service checkouts at supermarkets? Oh yes. At? Oh, I, I've not checked out with a person in years.
0: Like something. <laughs> Apart from the. Uh, You've left something in the bagging area. Right. <laughs> that was an unexpected item in the bagging area. Yeah, I, and then, remove then I the item from the bagging area. Well,
2: anytime I'm getting booze, you just kind of like, like I've usually got my ID out and I scan it, and I'm just looking at him, like just look at it. You don't have to talk to me. Just look at it.
0: <laughs> just do just whatever push you the button. To do. Just right. push the button and say I'm a, I'm, I'm of age. Sorry. Go on. So next we have the Golden Nugget Resort fee. Last year, in lieu
2: of a resort fee, Golden Nugget began charging a $5 downtown destination fee. A year later, Golden Nugget has dropped the facade that confused no one and has begun charging a $23 per day resort fee. While this is hardly news, what is interesting is there's a way around it. Vegas Shadow reports that if you book a gold or Gold Rush Club room, the resort fee will be waived and you'll still receive the amenities attached to said fee. For the record, standard midweek rooms including the resort fee will run you about a hundred dollars rooms during midweek at the gold club run 130 at the rush hour 140 a night it's just getting that right rate isn't it just get
0: that happy medium
2: it it really is i mean at this point i don't even argue with it now I, i still think it's dumb it's like the only place on the fucking planet that does it but i just why waste the energy in complaining about it
0: it's all those, com- it's the comparison websites. It's, it's the Expedious and everybody that, you know, when you punch the number in, you're looking for the lowest price and you know yeah. that's the only way they're going to get themselves to the top. So once one person does it, they've all got to do it. And it's, you yeah. know, it's, that's the market. So until it's sort of legally outlawed, said, nope, you've got to show it as a single price. It's, you know, everybody's going to do it. So I think it's just a matter of time before Fremont and Main Street Station in California get in on the act. I think they're the only people who don't really have a resort fee down in downtown at the moment. No, you're right. It's, it's inevitable. I think the other thing with the Golden Nugget, it's one of the places I've never stayed downtown, but I think the amount of time I spend drinking and gambling till four in the morning, I don't think it's probably worth the money for me. I would agree. I'm usually out all the time downtown. <laughs> I would agree. It's just like, I'm just dead to the world quite happy at the Golden Gates in a $20 room yeah. with a $20 resort fee <laughs> it does, be fine I, I agree with you it does make perfect sense especially
2: down in Fremont because that's where you're normally just gonna get absolutely wrecked in it and rather than make any it's like you almost get a room going am I really gonna make the effort to get back to the strip no I just need
0: someplace close that I can go and sleep this off and then start over again that's it for the news okay we do have some profits uh, for those of you unfamiliar, PropBets is an extension of the news just with bits and pieces of noteworthy items. In a recent interview, Charles Barkley, I have no idea who this Charles Barkley is, what? admitted that his lifetime losses in Vegas totaled around 20 to $30 million. He admitted that he believed he had a problem and quit for two years before returning with the mantra of moderation. You really don't know who Charles Barkley is. No, I thought it was Niles Barkley. You know, CeeLo <laughs> Green and the other bloke. <laughs>
2: No, he's a he's a loudmouth, relatively intelligent, although dumb-sounding uh, former NBA player. So, so what's what's the NBA? It's basketball. God damn it, Alistair. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you,
0: you've, you've picked the wrong country for this, this podcast, I can tell you.
2: Whatever, move on. The ca- although, y'all love us for some reason. Why, why I chose y'all as a word is disturbing, but... You've been in Memphis too long now. I have. Uh, moving on. The castle is complete at Casino Royale, and it will officially open February 1st. Have you ever had a White Castle burger? I have indeed. Yo. They're very oniony. That, yeah, well, that's kind of the entire con. I I didn't know this. I, I wonder if you knew this. Did you know the proper definition of a slider is burgers cooked on top of onions? that That's what a, a true slider is. Anything that isn't specifically in those two things is not technically a slider. Just tiny tiny burgers are not sliders. Did you know Well,
0: that? I've, I've now been educated. I never knew that. I, I didn't know it either. I can't remember how I found out, but that is true. But I do remember there is a guy that uh, uh, rolls his little trolley around the El Cortez Trying to get people to eat the white, the White Castle burgers on a things like a Thursday. <laughs> but it's like, I hope it's not the same trolley of burgers because it's a, it's like two to three hours of just rolling this thing around the, uh, the casino floor going, White Castle burgers. Yeah, I don't think the White
2: Castle burger. I don't think it matters. I don't think the quality improves or degrades over time. I think they're the kind of. What I never understood is, White Castle's whole thing is is steamed burgers. That's that's their thing. They steam the burgers, and I always understood steaming. Locks in like the natural flavor. That's why you would steam vegetables because it, you know, keeps a lot of the nutrients in it. Why do I want to continue to taste ground beef without seasoning? Ground beef. Yeah, it sounds disgusting. <laughs> I'm like going, oh, I just love me some raw ground beef. Can we just get that flavor and lock it in there? Oh,
0: I think that's going to be a big hit. I think.
2: Uh, oh, I it's I definitely, think it, definitely the right location. Yes, ex- a perfect location. I
0: completely agree with you. I think it's going to be a giant hit. Vegas Chatter reports that the Link Hotel and Casino has officially closed its poker room and has no plans to open another. Was it was it a poker room or was it like a poker corner? <laughs> right. I think, I think the last time it was like it was the, the poker corridor. I I, you know, I like bl- it was I don't know. I believe
2: you you are correct, sir. <laughs> if we're properly if we're properly describing it, yes. The, po- the poker nook <laughs> at the link has closed. <laughs> It's now being reported that Westgate intends to renovate their famous sports book into something similar to the layout at Lagasse Stadium. No word when this renovation would begin or when they intend to complete them. I'm really surprised everybody hasn't gone to this.
0: It's a great space. I mean, the the one thing they have to renovate at uh, Westgate is that Pizza Hut. There's, the, there's this god awful smell of Pizza Hut pizza that just permeates that whole, I think it must be the north wing between that and the car park. <laughs> sorry, sorry the, the parking lot. So I've got to get the terms right. No, no, no. But like as you as you walk in, the stench of Pizza Hut Pizza is just overwhelming. So it's like, no, just get rid of it. Shut it down. It's like the whole corridor is Pizza Hut Pizza. No, no, horrible. <laughs> At least, you know, improve the ventilation for fuck's sake. Yeah. Is, have, you, have you been through that corridor? Um,
2: Do you know what I'm talking about? No, it's not ringing a bell, but I've only been to LVH, Westgate, Hilton for very, very small stints. I mean, more than likely just a. Look around the place, take some pictures, get a chip or something. So I've I've not spent any significant time there.
0: I stayed there, yeah, I stayed the last trip for the, for the weekend, and the room I was in it, was, it had been recently you know renovated. It was pretty nice actually, but the lifts oh God, lifts the elevators. No, you, do not. Dis- <laughs>
2: There's a reason why I tap into our overseas people. I want to I want to hear
0: you speak fancy. I've got, to, I've, got to, I've got to think because because I'm in England now. I'm thinking in English. As soon as you get across the States, you know, the brain switches over straight into the, uh, the the American Twang. So the lifts or the elevators are on that side, on the pizza side. So every morning you'd come down this blast of horrible pizza and the evening oh, you wow. go to bed, horrible pizza, just awful, just get rid of it. Kill the pizza hut. <laughs> <laughs> the Venetian has completed renovating some 3000 rooms at the property. There's just no, punctuation in this are oh, these notes is there what are you talking about
2: that's a, <laughs> that's a sentence there's more there's details oh.
0: that go along with that okay let's try that again oh my god so but ben, has completed renovating some 3,000 rooms at the property with everything from lights carpet paint tvs and an updated media hub for their desks and the line spacing as well. Alright, go oh, no, 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 no. See that's just the conversion or no no no, that's not me. That's not me. This is a yeah. gorgeous bullet point notes I'm here. I don't know what's happening over stuff. there. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll be I'll be speaking to my manager about this. <laughs> I I've got a big space to work under these conditions. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you. You write eight Can pages I, of I'll notes to... every goddamn week. <laughs> I'll do this again. Okay, so the Venetian has completed renovating some 3,000 rooms at the property with everything from lights, carpet, is carpet just singular carpet, not carpets plural? Okay, carpets, paint, TVs and updated media hub for their desks getting an upgrade or at least... At oh, least, uh least newer version. This was such a great idea in my. That is heart the worst thinking.
2: paragraph. This is ever. well. First of all, it's not a paragraph. It's just an a run on sentence. Can I at least get that credit? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> those of you looking for something to do while you stand in line to go into the Pawn Stars shop can entertain yourself with a new trivia app featuring those made famous by the show. It's called Rick Harrison's Trivia Challenge, and it is available for download now in the App Store. I actually played it; it's
0: it's kind of fun. Yeah, it's not not a show I've got into. It's we do we do have it over here, but uh, yeah, not not uh, not grasping yet.
2: I, I've I've grown less interested in it as you see the setups become more and more obvious. You're like just just the way that they'll start a
0: conversation, like oh, here we go, okay. Omni Nightclub at Caesar's Palace, the new Pure, just announced their DJ lineup for 2015. Tickets go on sale on February 2nd at Omnianightclub.com.
2: It was reported that Steve Wynn will take a $1.5 million salary cut as part of the company's new compensation practices that place more emphasis on performance and reward with equity. In case that isn't clear, he's getting something far more valuable than cash.
0: Steve Wynn is currently worth $3.5 billion. Now, if you're worth $3.5 billion, billion dollars i'm sure one and a half million salary cuts go back nah. Great. right right sounds like was like that 10 minutes wages right it's like, it's like, okay oh just uh coming to work a minute late then this week i know right i'll show them oh wait a minute i'm showing
2: me well that's not gonna work trust me that man is not hurting nor is this
0: in any way not upgrading his his net worth Sounding eerily familiar, Resorts World announced another delay in the construction of their $4 billion resort on the land formerly home to Stardust, replaced by a lot known as Echelon. <laughs> Genting purchased the property from Boyd Gaming in 2013 and originally promised construction to begin in July of 2014. All right, what are your thoughts? I, w- I want your opinion, Vegas um, Vegas Frequenter. I'm scared. Yeah, you think it's going to happen? I hope so, but I think it seems to be all this, the, the, was it the EB stuff, getting all these, you know, pay visa pay things which you know the SLS was done with in downtown grand I think right, they're just right. it's getting the money together and it's all these you would you would hope that if you know Genting were such a big company they would put their own cash into it and just go you know go straight for it and right you know, it's been sitting there for two years but uh hopefully I mean I keep my fingers crossed it needs it needs something it's just that whole wasteland yeah between you know the fashion show mall all the way up to circus circus is just so depressing Well, it and was considering one of... what it was before right i mean i've got pictures from like from my very first visit back in 92 and that stretch was just the most glorious stretch of neon yes and to see it go to go to waste is just it is real crying shame so i'm, I'm rooting for it to uh, come back to life
2: it's funny that you said that that was one of the things that i really enjoyed about this week's twit Pick of the week is is reliving what used to be down there like south strip used to be the place where we're like ooh, that's a that's not a good place to be and now the complete shift i mean the strip virtually
0: ends at encore at this point yeah, absolutely yeah i mean you've got that stupid you know fountain blur sticking up in the middle and just oh, just blow it up bulldoze it
2: oh see i in hope that room thing, that that thing gets gets up and going It'd be such a shame to see it built that much and then go yeah let's just destroy it but then again we're watching uh Harman come down I, I really think that the problem we're running into is that everybody wants to build these mecha monsters and it's like that's not dropping four billion is so fucking risky why don't you just build a nice property it doesn't have to be a giant behemoth but it's gambling make a nice fun place to go to that you know has 500 or a thousand rooms or something like that i i just think you're you're as companies are gambling big time with dropping that kind of loot down there
0: you just need a massive Motel 6 casino, don't you? really? Nice. That's all you want. It's super cheap, <laughs> cheap, very cheap rooms, you know, basic quality. Stick a casino on the end of it, you know, because nobody's really kidding for that, you know, lower end of the market. You know, with the link going up, that's you know, it's like point. Flamingo and Harris at the bottom, there's no one who's actually dealing in that, you know, value market.
2: That, that's a really great point. Like, you could almost make that, like, Fremont Row or something where it's just a bunch of... Of reasonably priced places with reasonably priced options and gambling, just uh, many of them.
0: Yeah, I. Yeah, what a great idea! It's. I think it's just probably the price of real estate. It's like if you're if you're paying billions and billions and billions for that strut of land, if you're not j- creating something that's going to re, you know, recoup those billions, so therefore, right. well, I need the high rollers, I need the whales, I need the people with the money to come and actually support them. So it's almost like the the space where new frontier used to be and now crown owns it
2: it's almost like what needs to happen is we need to start building closer to the strip that way as you grow you'll you'll be able to, to pull the audience there as opposed to like where fontainebleau is or or even you know uh, to a, to a lesser extent where vegas world is looking at there's there's a hike involved there Whereas if you just take something, a space like where the New Frontier is, where there's already, you know, win and Encore right there, it's just across the street, it's really not that big of a deal. If you can start to slowly stretch people to go further north, I, I, that's, it's almost like that would be a better idea than, than what they're currently doing now, which is slowly populating, and you've got SLS way down there, which is now showing what everybody thought was gonna happen, just a
0: huge, huge mistake. Oh, it, yeah. You just need to fill in those spaces, you know, we just need to get that. I mean, rock and rare hopefully will push something that way or push some interest. I mean, I say because you've got sort of Carl Icahn sat on that building right. and he's just going nowhere until he can make his cash. So right, right. I, I don't hold any hopes for anything happening on Fontainebleau in the near future. I agree. Machine Guns
2: Vegas is now offering a just-divorced package. For five hundred dollars, you can get round-trip transportation. 50 rounds of ammo
0: and two private firing lanes so you can shoot at your wedding memorabilia. Now I've got a question on this one. So if you've got two lanes, is it the husband and wife who are getting divorced having a lane each and then could they like turn the guns on each other you know, halfway through? I thought through? that. I, like, I, did, I didn't is it fully like one understand. one lane? <laughs> <you>? it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I, maybe it's your wedding party, you know, <laughs> they're all in. You'll get to, so the, the wife's... Gets two lanes to herself, and then at some point you know, the husband will get two lanes to himself. Right. But I think, if, yeah, it's probably not a good idea to have a husband and wife who are getting divorced in the same place at the same time <laughs> with machine guns. Let's work it out, folks. Clarion Hotel and Casino, also known as the Debbie Reynolds, also known as the Greek Isles, also known as the Paddle Wheel, and the list goes on. Well, it doesn't. It stops there actually. Well, um, it, it, it does go imploded. on. I, you're a dick. Go. <laughs> <laughs> will be imploded February the 10th at 2 to 3 a.m. If none of those names rings a bell, it's just a tiny little place off the Strip just before you get to Riviera. No word exactly what the new owners have planned for the land. Are you aware of the space? You know where I'm talking? Oh, yes. Yeah, so I walked past it on when I was at LVH. I had a little walk up to uh, Tacos El Gordo, RIP. And I walked past it that way. But it's, it's yeah, it's on the... I don't know what they're put there. I know they're talking about putting a big new shiny resort there, non-gaming. But right. uh, I really can't see that location. You know, if you can't even build on the strip to have it around that corner.
2: I agree. I think it was a I'd great, cute little space when North Strip was was heavily populated. But now, I, I, I see I you know, uh, I don't know how they ever expect to to turn a profit.
0: But it's always a good fun to see an implosion. Uh, but it's good to know that it's happening. Uh, my fondest memory of being in uh, staying at the Aladdin. Was when they blew up a casino across the road at two a.m. without telling anybody in the hotel. <laughs> so I nearly died. <laughs> what is going on here? Oh, 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 okay. Okay. It was before it, when, they, when they were building City Center. So it was the uh, the Boardwalk Casino that they blew up. Oh, very that's quietly. the one you're talking about. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, it was a. Uh, it was one of those quiet ones. So you, it was all wrapped up the day. You know, the night before, you could see all the, all the black tape all yeah. around the columns and everything, but had no idea it's actually going to be imploded so I'd, I'd flown in the previous uh, previous day so I'm still fairly jet lagged so at two in the morning I'm in a very deep sleep <laughs> and all I all I heard was kind of this boom 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 which kind of woke me <laughs> up and I go what the hell's that and then and this thing was then demolished and said, oh my god what's going on what's going on <laughs> ran out got jumped out of bed Open the curtains. Oh, oh they've just blown the casino you know, across the road. Fine. Close the curtains. Straight back to bed again. You know, straight to sleep. It was uh, very disappointing. Had it, you know, had I known it was happening, right. I would have set up to watch it. But right. uh, we had no idea. Oh, there you go. <laughs> in Vegas next week, and looking
2: for a unique outdoor experience. Well, Clark County is looking for volunteers to help them count the number of homeless people living in and around Las Vegas. Twenty fourteen counted ninety four hundred.
0: Yeah, when I first read this story, it said uh, in Vegas next week and looking for a, a unique outdoor experience. I was wondering if you'd all uh, just suddenly suddenly post dogging. What? Is, is that something that's happening in the US at the moment? No, no. You're not familiar with dogging. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, you, may, you, you want to Google that perhaps. Also. Go- <laughs> well, okay. It it's sense. basically uh, people go to car parks, sorry, parking lots, uh, have sex in the car while people watch. Nah. And this sort of happens into these, these English country back lanes. I kid you not. Uh, so that was the first thing that came to my mind. So you can see see well, my mind's working. <laughs> Dogging craze. There it is. Wikipedia. First search result. Heard it here first. Uh, possibly signalling the end of palms as we know it. Vegas Eater reported that Hooters will take up the space formerly occupied at Horea's at the property, and plan to add on a patio stretching out to the resort's pool deck. Do you like chicken wings at all? Yeah. Not not a. It's not a not top of my uh, culinary list of, of choices, but uh, yeah, not, not quite fun of chicken. I got I to gotta be honest, I don't
2: think chicken wings and the word culinary have ever been in the same sentence before this very moment.
0: <laughs> or, or the word culinaries have been on this podcast. Oh, how dare you, you son of a <laughs> bitch. <laughs> okay, so that takes us out of ProBets. Uh, let's have playing Vegas. Playing Vegas is the portion of the show where we share with you touring acts or artists performing next week in Vegas. Friday, Herman's Herberts are performing at Golden Nugget. Show start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $46. Joe Rogan is at The Mirage. Show starts at 10 p.m. Tickets start at $73.
2: Friday and Saturday, Bobby Slayton with Jackie the Joke Man Martling and Stuttering John are performing at South Point. Show starts at 7.30. Tickets start at $25. And Sinbad is performing
0: at the Orleans. Show's gonna start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $50. Saturday, Tim Allen is at Mirage. Show starts at 10 p.m. Ticket starts at
2: $87. And Sunday, RuPaul's Drag Race Battle of the Seasons is at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay. Show starts at 10 p.m. Tickets start at $40. And
0: that's it for Playing Vegas. Let's get into coming attractions. Attractions is a portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. Uh, Weird Yankovic is performing at Planet Hollywood, Tuesday to Saturday, May 12th to the 16th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $84.
2: That seems like a brilliant residency for Vegas to me. That's just, that would just be so amusing. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know how long he could continue to, to draw, but fuck
0: I don't know, that just sounds like fun. Very theatrical. Because if he's on a comeback right now, if hes uh, I know he's kind of huge in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, if he's uh, making a comeback, sounds like it sounds like a plan. Yeah.
2: Nukas on the block. Nelly and TLC are at Mandalay Bay Friday, May 1st. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at
0: $47. Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds are performing at The Joint at Hard Rock on Friday, 22nd of May. Show starts at 8 p.m., Tickets start at thirty-five dollars. All right,
2: I may finally have a conversation with somebody who understands my affinity for Noel Gallagher and/or Oasis. Are, are are you a fan?
0: Yeah, pretty much. I think they were they were great back in the nineties, and I think obviously Liam totally lost his marbles <laughs> and all kind of went a bit crackers. But, uh, but yeah, they're solid. Yeah,
2: very solid. I'm a huge fan. I'm actually going to go see this show in New Orleans. I can't wait to see him. One of the things that, like, I've been largely disappointed in the, those that don't know, Oasis broke up a couple years ago, and basically the entire band, except Noel, who's the guy that wrote virtually everything except towards the end, they started, everybody started kind of kind of writing, and everybody else in the band went and, and created the, uh, the band. Fucking, what what's the name of it? It's completely escaped. BDI? BDI, there you go. And Noel just went off on his own to do, to do what he wanted to do. I've largely been unimpressed with BDI. I mean, I, I like how experimental they are and, and how, how different the music is. But when Noel came out with his album, and then so far what I've heard from this recent one, I'm head over
0: heels in love. He's, he's fucking brilliant. I think he was uh, too busy designing shirts for his uh, fashion label. I think it's coming your way very shortly. Who is that, Liam? Yeah, so uh, Pretty Green. There we go. So uh, he's, uh, I think, trying to export that stuff now, too.
2: <laughs> Rush is performing at the MGM Grand Saturday, July 25th. show starts at 8 p.m., tickets start at $69.
0: And don't forget you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. Now let's check the river.
1: segment of Annie Up, Mark and I want to provide you with a list of some of the common odds that you come across in a casino. Knowing the probability of an event happening will help keep you sane when you have stretches of bad luck. Likewise, knowing the odds gives you a sound perspective during a hot streak so you won't assume your luck will continue.
2: Man, isn't that the truth? I don't know how many times I've been at a blackjack table and I'm just like, you're doing it right, you're doing it right, just wait, you gotta wait. it." Like sometimes I almost have to tell myself, get up off the, listen, you can't ride out this you, you, you mm. got to get up. You got to you gotta go somewhere else. This isn't, it, you, your, your luck isn't going to turn around to get up and go. No. Well, and there is exactly. no luck, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the following is a breakdown of some of the more common odds you are likely to question. These odds have been rounded for simplicity and based on the average speed of their retrospective games.
1: Now, bear with us with these guys. Some of these might be, this might be a bit of a boring list, but it's just something to think. It's just through the thought, really. Yeah. A pair or better in Caribbean Stud, you get one in two, or translates to 20 per hour.
2: Is that like your basic, but I don't know Caribbean Stud.
1: That's like the the smallest hand you can basically make. Smallest hand, okay, gotcha. Two pair or better
2: in Jacks or Better Video Poker is one in four or 100 per hour. That sounds about right, yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A natural or two card 20 in Blackjack is one in 11 or about five per hour.
2: All right, yeah, yeah. Now, some of these will sound incorrect, and you may question the frequency now let's do to gambler's perspective on how the game appears to be playing out you always remember significant events in gambling but fail to remember all the gaps in between
1: and we've said that many times but it's something that people just don't understand right. they remember they remember their streaks of good or bad you don't realize that over the hour or 2 hours you're playing it pretty much evens out to these almost almost exactly days.
2: Right, right. Well, and that's, uh, like you said, like I've been at tables, actually a perfect example, this last G2E trip that we went to, we had uh, I, I was at Cosmopolitan and we were crushing that table one night just tearing Damn. that place up and then the next night we were at Cosmopolitan got our ass handed to us we wanted to keep playing went to Monte Carlo got our ass handed to us went up went down New York New York got our ass handed to us and it's like the whole thing balances out there's a reason yes. why these gorgeous places have uh, you know what why they exist and that's because all of these things level out to those percentages that give them the advantage. And it just and
1: that's right. It just took a day's difference for us to to get that balance. (laughs) You have just said something that I try and tell everyone. It's not it's not the one session you look at, you looked at over say five sessions there. The first night you killed it, but the next four you didn't do so well. So over the whole thing, it's still what blackjack's like a 51%, 49% game. Like right. 49% you lose, 51, sorry, 49% you win, 51% they win. So over the stretch, it's pretty much a 50-50 game and slightly in their favor and they win. That's just, But it's not measured over one session. You might have a killer session. The other week me and Darren went to our local place And we've we've probably got hit harder than we've ever... I've never, ever lost that many hands before. I don't think I made... I don't think I got one natural 20 or 21. I had to pull every time we did. If we didn't bust, the dealer got black. The dealer got five blackjacks in a row, which you just don't see. Yeah. And every other hand she got was like 20 or 19. But the next time we went next week... And we fucking smashed it. And over the two sessions, it was pretty much even. Like, we were just pretty much spot on even.
2: I see. I think a lot of people don't think of that. That when, you, when we say these, these numbers, 49% you win, 51% they win, this is over the entire lifetime that you play blackjack.
1: Yes. It's not over that one session. It might happen in that session, and it usually does. It, overall, it will happen that way. But in the big picture, it is... Just how the game is played. Every hand, it's forty nine fifty one, always. I know exactly what you're
2: talking about. We went down to Tunica a little while ago, and I just got my ass fucking handed to me as fast as I've ever been mm-hmm. fucking thwarted. I mean, and I it lost my, hurts. Oh yeah, big time. Well, I couldn't play for months. I didn't want to play um, mm-hmm. because I got hit so
1: hard. But you know, you know, once you get back into it, it feels good. <laughs> and it's not the i I when I get hit like that, I don't want to play either. And it's not because I'm like, oh, I had a bad run. I don't. I don't fall into the. I don't fall into the patterns of this. It's not the. I don't want to play again because I'm on a bad streak. Mm-hmm. I can't afford to necessarily go sit down again.
2: Right. I'm no. Like, no. You're shit, right.
1: I lost that too quick. For, I've only got. Say, I've got a couple of hundred for the day to gamble with. I don't want to lose all my gambling on my first day in Vegas. So that's yep. why I might take a break. It's not because I think I'm running bad. I'm not a fucking idiot.
2: No. No. And that's exactly what I did. I didn't lose my entire bankroll. I just lost more than I was comfortable losing in that setting.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Okay, we'll give you some more. A natural 21 in blackjack is one in 21 hands or three hands or three blackjacks per hour, which is really small, but I reckon that's that's so accurate what I get. These all sound exactly dead on. All the ones that I have experience with, I'm like, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> well, that's because you're of sound mind, but yeah. I'll be, there'll be people right now going, that's not true, you get, you get less than tw- three blackjacks an hour. It's because you're a moron. <laughs> 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 this show is reasonable. Reason.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Any pocket pair in Hold'em, one in 17 or two per hour?
1: Now, that one does, that one of all of them doesn't feel right to me. I feel like I get more pairs. I was going to say, you're I, the pro at that. Huh? I'm just very, I mean, <laughs> I'm just very lucky in regards to getting pocket pairs. I mean, it's just, it's just a sheer fluke, I know, but it doesn't, it feels like two per hour seems way under what I would get.
2: See, outside of the movie rounders, I can't really watch Hold'em but I could watch mm. you play Hold'em. There's something about your fucking arrogant attitude when you're at that table that is
1: so amusing to me. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, my, it's my favorite thing to play in the world. Oh, oh, so good. Pocket aces in Hold'em is one in 221 hands or one every six hours. It just doesn't happen much. Yeah.
2: Nine consecutive losses in Blackjack is one in 329 or one every 5.5 hours.
1: My, my worst run of blackjack was 14 losses in a row, and it fucking hurt. Wow, I can't imagine. The, the worst thing that I can remember
2: is I was at a, at a at a, I think it was a constant shuffle shoe. I don't know. It was one of those big giant shoe. Uh, or mm-hmm. not, uh, I, I know, you know, Shuffle Master is what it was. Yes. And I was excited. You know, I, I, you've com- fully converted me to that. I'm like, oh, more hands per hour, more hands per hour. And we sat down at it and I ended up getting, I think it was four aces in a row, split all of them. I was hitting 20s, 21, nice. 20s. And the fucking dealer hit a 21. I'm like, you've got oh. to be kidding me. Four hands, I didn't win fucking shit. And I was like, ah, it's, I'm done. Give this, give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't want to play anymore.
1: <laughs> Nine consecutive wins in a row in blackjack is one in 814 hands or one every 14 hours.
2: Yeah, see, I'll bet you there are a lot of people who are like, have gone on runs like that (laughs) and they're probably the people who've had those long ass bad beats too (laughs) (laughs) yep (laughs) Royal Flush in Jack's Your Better Video Poker is one in 40,388 or one every 100 hours not myself
1: I was playing what less (laughs) less <laughs> probably the whole horror I'd play more. three hours that was a video poker so so and I hit great. my first royal <laughs> well, and
2: it was one of those things that we weren't even paying all we were doing is sitting at the bar trying to get drinks we were at we were at Bally's casino bar uh-huh. just trying to get drinks and just bullshitting with each other you know, you know just playing the game barely paying attention like oh shit look at this and I'm like what
1: Holy fuck! <laughs> well, do you remember? If you remember, I like tapped you on the shoulder, like Mark. Mark, I think I've got a real flush. Like, I didn't touch the screen. I was too fucking scared to move. Because we really weren't paying attention. That I nearly just like grabbed. I nearly held the picture cards and kept going. Like I wasn't really looking at what I was right, doing. Right. Right. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa! Stop, stop, stop! Look what I fucking got! <laughs> it's
2: ridiculous. And you happened to also be playing a uh, uh, minimum bet and took a picture. I was. loved sharing that with.
1: But people. if you remember, the, the only thing about that we had many people talk about. Oh, you were playing minimum bet, you pussy, and blah blah blah. Yeah. The only thing that gets me about that moment is, if you remember a second before the dealer came over, oh, sorry, the, the bartender came over and said, you guys have to bump your bets so I can get free drinks. And I said, yeah, yeah, no problem. And he walked away, and I ignored the prick. And like it was like two hands later, I got it, and I was like, if I just fucking, if I just did the right thing morally, I would have got paid off there. I was like, ah, it hurt. Well,
2: we've talked about this, but I think we've talked about this before, but I always try to reiterate it. When you play double-double bonus poker, which is what I primarily play and you were playing at that time, the only benefit to it is if you get that royal flush. Everything else is perfectly proportionate to whatever your bet size is. So it doesn't yes. matter if you hit four aces with the kicker, which is the, is your highest payout. It doesn't matter if you do it with one coin or you do it with five. It's the exact same payout. The only benefit is that royal flush. And the reason I always fight it is I'm like, am I really gonna fucking dump all the extra cash i'm going to for that one thing that's going to happen every fucking hundred hours i play this like the most rare thing that's going to happen
1: that's that's mm-hmm. what i'm oh i gotta make sure i bet max so i hit that so it's the rarest thing that can happen to you in a casino besides a slot jackpot it right. is the rarest thing that will happen yeah so why the fuck yeah well i don't even i don't even look at the payouts on the royal flush I, I don't care right. i don't give a fuck. Yep. The Mega Bucks jackpot is one in 50 million, or one every 3,000 <laughs> solid days of play. Jesus Christ.
2: Another random math fact is that no two-card shuffles will ever be the same. The amount of deck configurations that can be made is epic. The actual number begins with an 8, and it has 65 zeros behind it. I have no idea if that number has a term. It does have a term, I just don't know what it
1: is. Yeah, I know I know it does. There is apparently there's more... It's like one of those stupid little statistics. But there is more deck configurations than grains of sand on the planet. What? It doesn't sound possible, but it's, it's massive. I, I read some fact. And I actually think we might be covering it in another... Um, I think we might be covering another Any up how big it actually is. It's in... Oh, there we go. If I read on, I would be able to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote this as well. <laughs> To put it in perspective, there are more card shuffle combinations than all the grains of sand on all the beaches on the planet. I I've just said never that. heard that before. No, I, I'm amazed. <laughs> or if everyone on the planet could shuffle, could somehow shuffle a deck a billion times a year for a billion years, they still wouldn't get every arrangement. That's amazing. And how insane is that? It doesn't even sound right. So you're talking 7 billion people for a billion years, and they still wouldn't get it. But I know... It what doesn't you're t- things sound possible.
2: Right, I know what you're talking about. This is
1: This is... What is this? Two decks or just one deck? One deck, one single deck. Just a deck, a shuffle. One, just shuffling one deck. You'll never get two shuffles the same. Ever. See,
2: I, I can, I can see that to an extent because yeah, I just for fun for amusement. When I start, when I first started going to Vegas, one of the first things I started collecting were were cards. So you got to do something with those. They don't just fucking sit around. And I'm not always playing cards. So I just, out of amusement, learned how to shuffle, like dealer shuffle, where you just kind (laughs) of grab your corners. And and I've noticed before where I've got some that it's like every fucking card goes or you go through big clumps or, you know, like, so I, I do kind of have a concept of that. But I mean, who can really have a concept of shuffle combinations compared to grains of sand
1: on the planet it, it doesn't sound right because only 52 cards in the deck right. so it doesn't even sound how can the but if you think if you get a deck in order if you put it in your mind have the deck in order in your mind so lowest the smallest on all the suits mm. then just move let's get the lowest card let's move the two of hearts move it one notch just move it down between the three and the four right now the whole deck is different then move it again and that's just one card you'll move card, yeah and then you can move, then you can move two cards. There's so many combinations. The, the number is be, well, you've seen the number. It's beyond, it's beyond large. But it's just hard to believe. i when I heard that fact, I checked it and checked and checked. It. I thought, you fucking idiots, that's just some, <laughs> right. someone, someone jacking off. That is not correct. And I, and the more I looked into it, I was like, holy fuck. And the more I thought about it, I was like, yeah, there is literally billions of combinations. That's awesome. If you wish to contact us with a gambling question, have a gaming story you wish to share, or have any feedback, you can find us on Twitter at 360AnnieUp or drop us an email at 360AnnieUp at gmail.com.
2: Always fun to do an AnnieUp whenever I get the
0: opportunity to do one. He's just so full of shit, isn't he?
2: (laughs) There's something about his mathematical perfection and his 100% full of shit with everything else in the world. It's just absolutely fantastic. Fascinating to know. It's like I know he's telling the truth there, but I know if he's saying anything else, he's lying.
0: <laughs> I, I, I don't believe a, a single word of that. <laughs> I don't believe a single word coming out of his mouth. Okay, so that's going to do it for episode one fifty-seven. Thank you all for listening, downloading. We really appreciate it. Three hundred and sixty Vegas Vacation Two is June eighteenth to the nineteenth, twenty fifteen. The details about the planned itinerary. Check out the Three Hundred and Sixty Vegas Vacation Two tab at our blog. 360vegaspodcast.com Don't regret not going, regret what you did whilst you were there. <laughs> I know I'll be there. I hope he will be too. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog 360... Um, how many times am I going to say 360vegaspodcast.com? It's called brand awareness. Today? It's
2: brand awareness. It and needs I to just, be drilled into people. And I haven't
0: said it right once. I know, right? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to send some feedback you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com help others find the show by reviewing us on itunes good bad or indifferent we read all itunes reviews on the show we are all over social media twitter facebook etc you can find links to those on the blog as well you tired now? Is that is that is that a lot of
2: effort That's for you? It. Is
0: that what that was? It's it's spent. It's all gone. <laughs> you, you, you've got everything from me now.
2: Right. Well, it was a pleasure having you uh, having you join us on the show. We were able to to bring you in when we did the trip report, and uh, it was it was fun to be able to spend some time with you. Brian was
0: away on uh, I don't know doing something, and uh, Matt. I, I can I can hear the sound of the bottom of the barrel being scraped by <laughs> on <of> the show. <laughs> That's bullshit because There's I... Re- basically nobody left It took and like it's a
2: down d- to you. are so full of shit. It took like a day to get your reaction because you're the first person I thought of when Matt was like, oh, man, I'm having trouble with my computer. I can't feel it. I'm like going, oh, I got to get Alistair. I got to see if Alistair will do it. And it took you like a day. I'm like, All right, well, fuck it, baby. I'm, we aren't as close I'm, of friends I'm, as I
0: thought. I've been partying with eight-year-olds this weekend. Oh, well, there you go. I mean,
2: that, <laughs> that sounds exhausting. I appreciate that you've taken what, what little energy you must have after after those adventures and and shared it with us
0: well it's, it's been my pleasure i hope i haven't ruined it too badly <laughs> anytime nobody else can be bothered to do this show let me know and Outstanding. i'll standing i will hold you to that sir <laughs> but for everybody
2: else we'll see you next week